You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. on a Tuesday afternoon. It's our last show of the year. We're in the home straight and we're here thanks to Hyundai. The Tucson Turbo Diesel is in stock now and our great friends at Balfour's. No matter your club's colours, Balfour's. Gee, I'm running out of words, Roach. Haven't had a drink either. Balfour's. Oh, I know, man. It can help you. (laughs) I know the man who can help you for that. I tell you what, they go hand in hand, don't they? The world's greatest curator, Les Burdett and West End Draft. Do you want to know him because he can help you with your front lawn? Or with your bar fridge? Well, I was saying I'm an ambassador for Balfour's. I think the two of us should get together. Les, thanks for putting the microphone on. How are you, old friend? Uh, absolutely magnificent. I've just uh, had a walk through Tasmania and uh, up on the mountains, and it's been unbelievable. I was never going to do 18 k's in a day, but when I got to nine, they said, now you've got to walk back. Yeah, well, so you did me. it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So why the legs you, are heavy. The legs you, are heavy. Were you over there as an ambassador for West End, or was it just a holiday? Uh, holiday with my wife and a, and a group and uh, six of us walked the um, three capes and uh, three days of walking and it was, it was very rewarding but geez, it was tough. It was tough but at least you, you feel like you've earned your beer at the end of the day. Last Saturday before we went I, I popped into the races to watch a couple of horses run and I bumped into Alan Border that happened to be there over with the Queensland guys oh, and I said what I was doing at uh, West Ham with him and uh, he said all he said to me is stairs bloody stairs, stairs. and I uh. get it because, yeah. shit, there's some stairs. <laughs> uh, Vince, you're here. You're yeah. going to mingle with the people here at the Mosaic on their Christmas pa- uh, party. You're a man of the people. We've known you for a long time. You made the word tickety to be famous. How is retirement? Uh, you're, you're semi-retired, aren't you? Yeah, well, it's been now uh, since I left Adelaide Oval 2010. So it's nearly 12 years. And I still consult Cricket Australia as a pitch advisor. So when there's a problem, I go and help. And probably more mentoring and... I get dirty, put the shorts on and the, and the uh, Greek Chapel hat and get out yeah. in the field. But I love that part of it. Uh, but more importantly, I've got two grandkids, uh, oh. little Max and Charlie, Max Les Kelly, incidentally, yeah. and little Charlie Peter Kelly. And uh, my second daughter, uh, Emma, is due uh, just after a day after Australia Day. So that's okay. really exciting. And all those grandparents out there, you know what I mean. Uh, yeah, we boast about them, but, geez, we love them. Yeah, my sister's just going through it now with her first. So uh, 2010, you left Adelaide yeah. Oval. It was bulldozer time. They were coming in with the bulldozers yeah. and changing it all. Big issue of drop-ins. Yep. What have you made of drop-ins now, decade on, and more than a decade I, on, really? Well, I lived through the drop-ins for the whole period, uh, Rooch, and, and uh, uh, from putting one in the dock lens in 2000 yep. on the closed roof remember that. watching what they did at the MCG you know it's uh, it's fair to say that the, the dropping pitchers had a bad uh, record of uh, underperforming and uh, for years the uh, especially my role as pitch advisor for Cricket Australia we meet annually with all the curators around the countryside and one of the grounds uh, was under scrutiny all the time was uh, nice it was MCG but what what they did with a new 
dropping pitches was have a slab of concrete that was 25 metres by 25 metres and put these flower pots on top that uh, yes. uh, are yeah. six inches yeah. and they just dehydrate. They, exactly. When it gets hot, they, you can't hold the moisture. And the, the model that we did in Adelaide, and I say we, that uh, Damien Hoff's Hoff, done yeah. a brilliant job and he was on my staff for 16 years and yeah. I love him dearly. Uh, but the, the deal was to make sure that the plant could grow through the pot into the sand underneath and the loam underneath. So when you lift the cricket pitch out, this had a season out in the middle of Adelaide Oval, the roots are hanging down a foot. Oh. So the plant stays alive. So the, the, there's still chlorophyll in the leaf. It's green. It's got that tinge. It's got that encouragement for a bowler to go in and bat. Where the MCG for all those years was benign. The grass had lost its sap and it was like straw. So now, in the last three years, they've removed the concrete out of the MCG. They're sitting there pitches now on the sand and when they're lifting them out the roots are hanging down a foot underneath so all of a sudden there's life back in the mcg uh and i think adelaide oval was the leader on that one uh, yeah. the first test of the summer gets underway tomorrow at perth stadium we all grew up with the whacker being brutal and the fastest and hardest track yeah. in in australia uh, what's the wicket like over there look i it, it's a tough one i the, the curator told uh, the executives and the, the boss to uh, stick it up his jumper back in 96, and I went over and prepared the pitch for uh, New Zealand. So I've worked with it, and mm. uh, it is a tough pitch. It's a tough Because it's the heaviest clay in any pitch in the world, it's about 85% clay, sand, silt. Uh, so when you roll it out hard, it's the bounciest cricket pitch in the world of cricket. Uh, but also, if you go back to West Indies playing this some years ago, when Ambrose was yep. running between wickets and his bat got stuck in the crack and he couldn't get his bat out of the crack, so it got run out. So it can really perform, uh, if, if there's not enough moisture in there and you get seriously hot conditions, it can really open up. So Perth Stadium is another one with a car park underneath, a bit like Marvel, the yep. Dome Stadium in yep. Melbourne. Drop in as well. Yep. So... What have they learned in Perth about what they need to do there? I think they've learned that uh, uh, the growing medium is, is so important. The clay is, is the wacker clay, the heavy yep. clay. Uh, but they've also made sure there's sand underneath. There's a loam underneath that retains a bit of moisture so the roots can grow down, grab the moisture from underneath and just hold it together. And, and dropping pitches nowadays because they're compacted in a tray and they've really got nowhere to move mm. too far. Um, so the Optus Overs work really well. There are... Some noted cricketers who say they will stand in front of bulldozers and anyone have ever done it, the SCG or the Gabba. Gabba's going to be interesting because of the Olympics. Can they survive? Uh, Rich, I, I went through the same thing at Adelaide Oval where uh, we had the normal pitches sitting out in the middle. But yep. if you're going to... Uh, they're lucky at the SCG that only play the, the, the Swans play there, whereas... Um, MCG gets pulverised by everyone playing there. Adelaide Oval has two teams playing. There's a team, there's a game every week plus practice. So the more traffic you have, the Gabba only has, at the moment, only has uh, Brisbane Lions there. So they can, they've only got a game every second week. But when you, the centre square is getting run over, and when it's wet, there's nothing you can do. Uh, when, when these clays get wet, they get sticky and they get slippery. And there's nothing you can do. You can cover them as much as you can, put enough moisture and make sure the sprigs stick into them. Um, so Sydney, Sydney and, uh, uh, and Brisbane uh, are going along beautifully at the moment. But I think, you know, for Adelaide to um, do what they've done with $535 million and flatten the ground and take the fall away from it, put in dropping pitches, you could theoretically play football on Friday night and mm. cricket on a Saturday. Yeah. So you really got to weigh up the twos and four, the fills and against to what we're doing here. Um, 
you know, normally if you've got a centre square there, you need to have a break of three or four weeks after football season to level the footmarks back up and get it ready for, for cricket. Whereas if you've got drop-in pitches, you lift a tray out that's in the same medium as the outfield, dump that out in the back, bring in a cricket pitch, and it's ready to go. So you've got pristine conditions all the time. Okay. You know, so uh, the... I've, I've done the pluses versus the minuses, and it's an absolute plus. Now that you're not on the payroll anymore at the Adelaide Oval, but the Adelaide Oval was your baby, and uh, it was so near and dear to you, how did you feel about when there were concerts there? Oh, look, um, I, I, remember the, I remember the last concert we had was uh, ACDC, yep. and uh, they built a railway line across the cricket pitch. So Ooh. we had to bridge the railway Ooh, line to get yeah. out in the middle and, and uh, met with management. And they said, look, uh, we want three days to build, one day to get out. We're going to put 54 semi-trailer loads of product <laughs> onto Adelaide Oval and take it off again. So well, if you're telling me you can do that in four days uh, with the management of ACDC, I said, well, it's, that sounds terrific. However, I would like to ask two other things. And they said, well, what's that condition? I said, I'd like the band to play Dirty D's that are done dirt cheap. I've done this is why you are the man of the people. Uh, hey, we heard right. Mitch, we heard, just in closing, we heard Mitch Stark a little earlier today say that the Adelaide Oval was the best cricket venue in Australia by a mile. We're talking to uh, SEN's cricket correspondent, Bharat Sundarasan, who's travelled the world like you have. He gave his top three. What are your top three cricket venues in the world? I look Adelaide Oval, obviously. Uh, One. And I've looked through Cape. I've looked at Cape Town down in South Africa when I did some work down there before they came back into world cricket. I've looked at Lords in '93 uh, when I studied tour of all the Test grounds over there. Uh, I've been through India. I've travelled most of the grounds around mm. the world, but Adelaide Oval also still has the mystique and the and the tradition. Yeah. And uh, it, it's still a. It's still a warm, beautiful place to sit. You're not looking at concrete and plastic. Mm. You've got uh, the ambience of the cathedral over yep. the back. You've got the scoreboard. You've got the Morton Bays. Uh, and I think what they did in, uh, with the redevelopment of Adelaide Oval, the $535 million. Now, we need money for, for roads and hospitals exactly. and yep. everybody else. But we'll have to enjoy ourselves. And mm. to me, the Adelaide Oval now is a people's ground for football, for, for cricket. And tonight, we've got Guns and Roses playing mm. there and two days time they're going to bring in the cricket pitch the test pitch from number two ground yep. put it in position and play on it in a week's time so if I made you president of the MCC would you get rid of the slope at Lords? Uh, well they just reconstructed the whole outfield and left that nine foot fall yeah. from members right down and that's another tradition at Adelaide Oval we took away the five foot six fall and made it flat but it made it easy to build all the buildings with Zogan knock yeah, down and start yeah, again yeah. whereas you've developed Lords so much it's very hard to I because you have you. a yep. big fall Les, we could wax lyrical forever. You're one of the great humans. We know you have to mix with everyone here at the Mosaic Hotel. It's the best end of the day, isn't it? Merry Christmas to you. Yeah, West End. The (laughs) ambassador for West End, uh, the greatest curator in the world, Les Burdett. Les, Merry Christmas, mate. Merry Christmas.